Hi, I'm Fred Burton. Welcome to the Strat4 Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm here today with Ryan Boll, who is one of our Middle East and North Africa analysts. Ryan, uh, we're going to be talking about Turkey today. Uh, what's happening between Turkey and the United States right now? Well, uh, these two otherwise close NATO allies are going through a bit of a rough patch. Even after the last visit? Even after the last, especially after the last visit. Um, and it depends on which layer you're looking at of uh, the two governments. We have uh, President Erdogan and President Trump have a rather good working relationship overall. Uh, they're able to uh, build communication lines and work out policies together. But actually what's happening is more important on Capitol Hill. Uh, and we actually saw some of that uh, recent legislation coming out of the Senate, which is about to impose sanctions on Turkey for some of its regional behavior. And Congress is mad at Turkey over several major issues. Uh, the first one that's been bubbling for a while is the purchase of the Russian S-400 missile system, which uh, the U.S. Congress sees as a threat to Turkey's integration with NATO. It's a threat to America's national security interests. And they don't like, of course, that there is a Russian arms competitor to U.S. defense companies trying to do business in Turkey. So that's the first thing they're mad about. That certainly can't make the uh, American military uh, complex very happy either. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of commercial interests and military industrial interests that don't like the idea that Russia is now making major gains inside of a, of a NATO ally. Uh, that was part of the reason the alliance was set up, was to keep out Russian influence. And so now the Russians have found a way to build that relationship. So that's the, that's the first thing that Congress is upset about, especially because Congress has been telling Turkey that they need to avoid this purchase and that there would be consequences if they didn't uh, end the, the sale. And the Turks have mostly ignored those warnings. They don't so care? They decided that the S-400 is worth more than the damage that they might get to their relations with the United States. They, that's they're, interesting. They're calculating that the U.S. won't kick them out of NATO and might not even be able to. They're calculating that whatever sanctions the U.S. might impose on them uh, won't cause so much damage that Turkey can't weather it. Um, so that's just the first thing that they've been upset about. The second, of course, is the most recent Turkish uh, invasion of northeastern Syria, which happened after President Trump greenlighted that incursion by saying the U.S. was going to pull out of that area and hand responsibilities over to Turkey. Uh, well, nobody quite told the State Department or the Pentagon that that was going to happen until right. it, it happened. It appears that that took them by surprise. Took them by surprise, and Congress as well. And that congressional outrage over that uh, continues to simmer. So Congress is eager to punish Turkey in a meaningful way with some sanctions packages. But even as that's happening, Turkey has still calculated that no matter what sanctions come down the pipelines, uh, it won't be enough to really damage Turkey's economy. It won't be enough to destabilize their political system. And as a consequence, it won't be enough to change what they're doing. So they're chasing their own imperatives in the region, the idea of keeping northeastern Syria uh, under their influence, while the Americans are chasing their imperatives, which is to ward off the Russians and to make sure that their, their partners in northeastern Syria are protected by American military might and by American influence. And those imperatives are clashing at this moment. Ryan, I know you and I have chatted uh, about Turkey, and uh, are they looking to go into Libya in a bigger way? Well, there's some of that talk. The, the Turks have been a, a big backer of the, the Government of National Accord, the GNA, the UN-backed government of Libya. And as we're seeing this, uh, this assault by Khalifa Haftar on the capital city, Tripoli, the Turks are making noises about potentially deploying troops to try to bolster the government that they have been trying to shore up for a while. Do you think that's going to happen? Well, if it's possible that they could deploy trainers or 
support troops. It's always hard to say exactly when the Turks are going to send in troops. Uh, we shouldn't foresee a major military invasion, nothing on the scale of Syria. Uh, but the idea that the Turks would upscale some of their support, which is already ongoing in that area, and increase their level of support for that government, that's quite realistic at this moment. Yeah, I don't see a lot of people wanting to rush into Libya for uh, a range of different issues. So mm -hmm. uh, is it almost better to allow the Turks to go in and play and... Well, it depends on who you're backing, of course. And the the, the UN-backed government doesn't exactly have a lot of international friends or not a lot of international friends that necessarily want to put skin in the game. Many of the Europeans would rather these things be sorted through negotiations and political processes as opposed to the military fight that's happening right now. And the external kind of foreign policy initiatives for Turkey, what do you view as their, their primary... Uh, foreign policy initiative that we're seeing today? Well, I think that we put this in our forecast best as it's Turkey seeking independence. Uh, it no longer wants to function simply as an ally of NATO. It no longer wants to see itself as just a Western ally that needs to carry out Western interests. It wants to chase Turkish interests in a way that it hasn't for many, many decades. Uh, and in, in doing so, it's looking for things like keeping the Kurdish separatist problem under control, in spite of the fact that Kurdish separatists like the YPG are essential American allies against the fight against ISIS. Uh, they also want to see things like their regional ideological allies, like the Muslim Brotherhood, face more support and be able to give them more bolstering uh, throughout the region. So they're chasing these ideological imperatives, some strategic imperatives, and in the case of the S-400, some commercial imperatives as well, as they try to build up a defense industry that can't be sanctioned by the West, so they can do what they feel they need to do without facing that pressure. For our folks that are listening or watching for the first time and, and really don't know much about Turkey and want to look at it for 2020, what would be the one kind of thing that you are watching is, is a tripwire for us here at Stratfor? Probably the northeastern Syria situation and seeing how Turkey evolves its strategy in that area because there's an awful lot that can go wrong. Uh, as Turkey has moved its troops in there looking for a safe zone, it's created a safe zone, but it's not a perfect one. It's full of holes and it's easily attacked by some of its enemies in Syria. And as it's moved into that safe zone, it's now also coming up against the Russians, the Syrians, and the Iranians. Now, they've managed to find a way to make this relationship work in other parts of Syria, in northwest Syria and Idlib, where they've shot at one another, but they've never escalated to a, a major conflict or a crisis. But now they're in the northeast, and things are even messier over there than they are in the northwest. And so that's one of those things that we're watching. Is Turkey going to be able to carry out its independent policy in northeastern Syria, uh, both avoiding a clash with the uh, Russians, the Iranians, and the Syrians, while at the same time avoiding a major rupture with their American allies, who are still in the northeast with fewer troops and still have an interest in making sure that Turkey doesn't take over that whole area. Well, thank you very much, Ryan. And for those of you interested in our coverage of Turkey or the region, please look at www.stratfor.com slash subscribe. I'm Fred Burton. And I'm Ryan Bull. Thank, thank you. you.